Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolic, and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the Enlighten Up podcast. So good to be here with all of you guys. And I have a dear friend joining me today, first time on the show. It is Alara from One Foot in 5D, also co-hosting Space Force News. How are you doing today, Alara? I am fantastic. It's great to be here with you, Frolly Pup. Oh, it's good to have you here, sweetie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I'm glad to finally get you on the show. And uh, we finally got to meet in person in Sedona. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. You're an excellent driver. Right? Yeah. Hey, hey, that wasn't my fault. That was the the brakes on the rental, man. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, that did have some weird stuff on our rental. I think someone was trying to kill us early. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody just thought it was me. They were like, quit riding the brakes, or I don't know what they were saying something. And and I was like, no, you guys, like, for real, there's no brakes here. There's no, like, we were going downhill, remember? And I was like, no, there's no, really no brakes. Like, we got a rental car with no brakes. Let's see how this works out. That was fun. Road tripping with you and, and everyone else was a total fun, fun trip. And uh, we'll probably talk about Sedona in a little bit. But we just came off the 1221 portal yesterday. How was it for you? Did you experience anything energetically? Did you do any meditations? What was it like for you? Um, actually, I was at the I was I was over at James's meditation. And you were there. I saw yep. you. Yeah. Yes. So I went over and did that and I just kind of took everything. In. You know, the sky looked different to me in the morning. It completely looked different. I don't know if this happened to anybody else, but was that this morning? Is this the next day? Yeah, today's the next day. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, it was this morning then. The sky looked different. But yeah, I did the meditation and sort of tried to stay off the technology and just um, kind of co-create with everybody, you know? Yeah. So how was the sky different for you? Like, what did it, what was it like the colors or? Colors. There was colors. Yeah. So maybe that's an indication of a frequency shift, maybe a planetary one. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, colors. Yeah. Wow. I, um, I experienced, I did my own kind of just 45 minute breath work meditation last night on my own. And I felt so much love pouring in during that portal when I really mm-hmm. took the time to connect. I was really busy yesterday. There's a lot going on. I purposely stayed away from all politics and anything that might trigger me. Mm-hmm. And uh, But that night before I ran a class last night, I really took the time for myself. And when I did, I it's just it was so palpable, the love that was coming in through that portal. And I'm so glad I took the time to connect and allow those energies to move through me. There were a lot of tears. I was crying so much, like not crying like ugly cry, but just crying that kind of this feels so nice and there's just so much love kind of good tears coming through. Mm. It was really nice. I I really enjoyed that portal and I think it's opened up a lot for us. And I think we're going to start to see many things play out. I I really feel it was a turning point 
um, for us. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I've definitely felt a shift. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt a shift. So there's a lot going on, Nicole. You know, um, White Hat, thanks for the super chat saying she was seeing White Hat everywhere in the clouds. <laughs> Is it really White Hat just showed up and really said that? Yes. That's really funny. Hi, White Hat. Are you stalking me today? <laughs> <laughs> and hi, Sutterbug. How you doing in the live Sutterbug. chat? Yeah. Good to see you here. Um, so we're going to talk about a lot of strange awakening experiences that happen along the synchronistic path, which, you know, the synchronistic path seems to be one you walk when you're much more in flow with the divine and much more in flow with who you truly are. When did you first kind of meet that path, you know, where you realize, aha, the one I've been on is not the one I'm supposed to be on? Um, I would say, you know, like I've talked about my before, my my awakening was really dramatic, uh, the whole spaceship incident and all that. But then I, I don't know if I always had them and I just didn't realize I did or, or if I developed them afterwards, but I got, I started to get all these abilities, you know, and, uh, and I could feel beings. I could sense beings in my room that I couldn't, I couldn't perceive before. I could even pick up on people that had passed away, their messages and their information. And so, uh, that was really shocking for me. And I, I really started getting into meditation and, and that helped me to, I don't know, I, meditation helped me a lot to, to, to be able to, I started really, I would say, I started tuning in more to the other senses beyond the five after that than I was even tuned into the five. Like I, I and I'm still like that to a certain degree. Like I, I really feel into things and I know you do too. Like I, I'm not, I understand that this is an illusion on a really deep level. And so I'm not, sometimes I'm not always, you know, it depends on how much we're dealing with technology. Like you just talked about in politics, it tends to pull you kind of away from that. But um, I mean, definitely, I mean, I started meditating and then I literally just went to Hawaii and just wanted to be with the birds. And it gets weird what my path, but you know, it was, it's beautiful, you know? It gets so, super weird. Yeah, well, there's a lot of energy on Hawaii. Oh, you know? and I lived right on the ley lines. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. Yep. And some weird stuff happened to me uh, during that period of time when I lived there. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to share? Well, I mean, I had a well, I had a couple experiences where I, I, I don't know if it was my state of consciousness or it was being on the ley lines or it was a it was like a combination of the two, but everything started shifting, Nicole, like physical objects started turning into other things in front of my eyes. Like they would shift into something else. And I thought for a minute there, I was even telling people, I think I may have even done it on Twitter. I was like, that's it. I'm leaving this dimension. I'm out of here. I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm gone. So if I don't see it, that's what happened. I left. So I, yeah, I was pretty certain that, that I was, that I was headed out. But, uh, I actually, at one point, um, like I said, I was meditating really heavily then though. And I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't as in, now I'm really, I really work on my st podcast and all that kind of stuff. And I'm really, that's kind of where I'm at right now. But at the time I was just seeking the creator and just starting to figure out that I needed to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've, I actually teleported a couple things, 
You know what I mean? So now is that because I was on ley lines, my state of mind or a combination of the two? I don't know, but I did. And I realized we are so powerful. We just have no clue. Like most of us, we have no clue. And it takes a lot of work, I think, to get on a level where you can even begin to do things like that. Right. And it can, it seems to me that it can just slip away from you like that. If you're not focused in on your heart, on your heart center and, you know, doing the inner work, it just seems to me those, those kind of things just tend to fall away. You can't, it's not like, it's not something I can, I'm not like, you know, I'm not an X man right now. I don't, you know, I can't move things around the room. Like, it's not like that, but I could see that if I, if I wasn't distracted with the things we're distracted with in this world, yeah, I could get somewhere kind of cool in, in that. Yeah. Realm. Well, that's the whole thing. You know, there's so much distraction by design here to keep yeah. us from putting our focus on that. It's like, no, 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 look over here. Don't look mm -hmm. over here. Just look over here. You know, I'm curious, how much time were you spending meditating? Because when I was kind of going through my last major awakening, which still feels like it's happening now, but it was 2016 for me was a huge burst of awakening. Uh, how much, how many, how much time were you spending meditating like a day? Uh, it's all I wanted to do at a point. I would probably like two, maybe three hours. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that totally changes. Nothing affects you anymore. When you meditate that much, like literally nothing, like someone could be yelling in your face and you'd be like, like you, nothing, you just don't get triggered by anything anymore. Yeah. And that's why they try to keep us so distracted. They don't want us to figure out how to, how to control, not controls, not even the word, but how to have command over your emotions and use them for good and not, you know, in a negative way. So. Yeah. And I think that's what's, you know, for what I've noticed is, well, obviously I think we have to understand everything's kind of in phases and cycles. And for me, I was much like you. All I wanted to do is meditate. All I wanted to do is meditate, meditate and just read whatever I can on other stuff, you know, like anything mystical. And yep. I was I was meditating at least two hours a day. And that's I couldn't wait to do it. It was the only thing I really look forward to the most. And yeah, I, strange things were happening. Way stranger things were happening to me then than they are. Not that they aren't happening to me now, but it just seemed like it was on overdrive during that period. Right. Like I remember I was really into understanding the Atlantean times uh, and really kind of diving deep into some material about it. And I remember waking up from a dream and I was drawing symbols on my bed while I woke up you know, um, after seeing the gates of Atlantis at the bottom of the sea. And wow. I don't know what symbols I was drawing or what I was doing, wow. but, um, yeah, it was, it was wild that that was happening. There were so many interesting things, you know, I know you've had, what were you going to say? No, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Well, no, no, you no. Want me to... yeah, no yeah, okay. Ahead. So that just reminded me of something. Okay. So I'm not going to say what beings it was. Cause that's, I don't just, I don't want the, the drama of going there. Right. But, uh, but I will say that I, at one point I started getting into channeling and I kind of learned, you know what I mean? And I say kind of, cause I think it's like a process. Yeah. And, um, I, and I was kind of wondering in my mind, like, is this, am I really doing this right? Is this information coming in correct? Da, da, da. And I had the beans that I was channeling, I actually had them leave an energetic signature on my cell phone. Like they stamped it with their energy and it's, it's a, it's a photo 
it's of them, one of them, but it's, it's an energetic signature. It's not like a, like you take a picture. I was taking pictures of something else, but I was prompted to go out and do that. And I was taking pictures of the moon actually. And I was taking pictures and the being popped in there smiling at me. <laughs> Showed up on my phone like this. We're here. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, see, we're here. It's all good. You're not tripping. You know what I mean? You're just feeling into things you don't understand right now. And I'm like, okay, word, you know? And I thought that was pretty cool, man. Not many pictures have, not many people have a picture of their, one of their ET friends, you know? It's yeah. Cool. Have you got it framed? No, I don't even <laughs> like to show people. People, I don't even like to show, I'm afraid they can't see it. Or I, I used to think it was just for me and I didn't want to show anybody. Yeah. And then slowly but surely certain people I feel led to show, I was like, look, look. And you know, yeah, you know, I like you if I show you my, my ET picture. <laughs> You're special. <laughs> That's when you know that you've made it into the Alara Club. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. What was um what was your first ET experience like when you made contact? Like how was that for you just like on a human level? Um I I I got to where I've had really like I would kind of say angelic ET experiences. Like I really haven't had any of the negative ones that I've heard stories from, from a lot of my friends about. And so I felt, you know, I had been through a lot of trauma in this world, in this lifetime, like a lot. And so just their loving vibration, it was so comforting for me. I just didn't want them to go. And I wanted to be with them. And, and the only way that I could tune into that and be with them would be would be meditating because they would come and hold my hand when I was meditating. Have you ever experienced that? Your star family? Yeah, I I was in a really um, I was kind of going through a dark night of the soul. I felt really alone. And I was just starting to walk the path of um, truly bringing myself out of a place where I didn't think I was worthy of anything. And yeah. I remember being in meditation, just sitting there and I felt I just really, I really needed a hug. I really needed to know someone was there. And I just asked my, I just, I just kind of put it out there. I'm like, I don't know who's with me right now, but I just really, really need to be held. And I felt mm -hmm. undeniably angel wings wrap around me. <gasps> wow. Mm -hmm. And, I, so and cool. it just, I had tears streaming down my eyes. As soon as I felt the angel wings make contact with me, like I felt it, I just tears streaming down my face. And I was just in so much gratitude. And it, and it really helped me understand that I'm not alone. And that when mm -hmm. you ask, um, you're being heard. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I did a meditation one time where you know, called on the angels to come and, and I felt each one of them grab my field, not me, but I felt them grab my energy field. It's a little bit different. I felt each one of them walk up and do that. And I was like, whoa, they're all here. Like you call them and they're there. Like they're yeah. on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> they don't, they don't call in sick. They, yeah, they show up. Right. That's yeah, cool. no, it's true. It's true. I think, um, you know, the, the ET contact is, for me, I've experienced it in several different ways. One's through my meditation, um, through third eye, you know, um, seeing mm. through my third eye. Me too. Um, I've also made contact um, through the dreams. Uh, I think I was telling you guys, we had um, we had a nice uh, Friday night Zoom chat last weekend with all the girls. Uh, like you had an impromptu Zoom mm. chat. Was it Friday yeah. night? 
Saturday yeah. night? Friday Saturday night party. It was the Friday yeah. night party. Yeah. And I was telling you guys, I was I was contacted by the guardians. Also during my time where I was doing nothing but meditating. <laughs> like that's all I wanted to do. Um, and they contacted me through the dream state and told me that they were the guardians and they gave me a message pretty much about staying away from Obama, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. And then um, I also had the Palladians mm. show up in non-corporeal energy entities in my backyard as orbs darting oh. in and out of my tree. I have a big cool. maple tree in my parents' backyard and I was there um, at the time. And uh, this was after meditation again, asking them. I was in a very, very low place, very, very, very dark place. I almost was at a place where I thought I was breaking with um, the divine. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. I just had everything that I thought I was connecting with. I couldn't trust it anymore. And they showed up in my backyard in this massive, I want to say almost soccer ball size orb that darted in and out of the maple tree for over a minute. I watched it. And so those are kind of like the different um, ways that I've been contacted. They, they, they do stuff when you least expect it. Um, th- uh, one time I had a sphere, the only time I've had contact really with a sphere and it, uh, I was meditating and I was, I was, I was concerned about, I'd seen the dog. I, I was watching secure team 10 and I'd seen the dolphins in prison. Like they were in prison somewhere underwater. And I was very upset by this. I'm very connected to the dolphins and, uh, and the whales. And anyway, I, I was very upset. So I was meditating and I was trying to tell them telepathically where their friends were being detained. Right. And I was asking the water beans, like, this was a whole thing. I was doing like an operation in my head. I was like, this is where they're at. You can, you know what I mean? If, if you need help, get these guys, get, I was running like a full on operation, dude, but I was doing it telepathically. I was meditating. I was so anyway, I get done with that whole operation. Right. Cause I'm really concerned about the dolphins and I go into the bathroom and a blue sphere comes in. It, it, in, it came through the door. It came through the door and it looked at me. Well, it doesn't have eyes, but you know, you could see it, sense it, you feel it. It looked at me and I was like, what's going on here? And then he left. He did, was just checking me out. I'm, I know he was draw, he, she, whatever, the, the being of light, the sphere, it was drawn to my meditation. It was drawn to what I, what I was doing, I guess. Maybe they're buddies with the dolphins. I don't know, but he came to say hello. Um, I, they're, they're reinforcements for the work that you're doing. Really? You know more about this kind of stuff than I do. Weird stuff No, that's just what, that's just the message I just received right now. Reinforcements. They're part of your team that help you when you're going oh. into those, that deeper work and you're doing that telepathic work. Um, they're, it's almost like they're helping to strengthen the energetic field with you to give you, give you, not that you need more power, but it's, it's, it's a team effort and they thank you for it. And they're helping you to magnify the, the signal that you were sending out. Oh, cool. That's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Very, very cool. I really have a thing for the dolphins because they, because they, they're just like us and the whales, you know, and we treat them like they're lower forms because they don't have five digits, but they're <laughs> actually more advanced than we are. You know, we can build stuff cause we have fingers, but they're more advanced spiritually than we are. And they're very heart centered and playful and, you know, like, and that's how I am. You know what I mean? And I don't make any qualms about it. Like, that's really how I am. Like, I'm like a little kid. And I like that I'm like that because I spent a lot of years of my life being part of the matrix and being a wounded person. You know what I mean? And the fact that I can just be that person now and I'm okay with it. It, to me, that's, that's spiritual progress. And I don't, it, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. Yeah. 
You know, I feel since we're kind of talking about the synchronistic path and Stranger Awakenings, how like we all became friends is one big synchronicity itself, I feel like. You know, I don't even people. remember how. How did I, we become friends? No, but that's the whole thing. I feel like it's a sequential thing of, you know, I just, for me, it was um, Day from Above Duality reached out to me and asked me to come on his show. And then he said to me, oh, you should really look into Alara and, um, and, 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 you know, you'd really, you'd really like her stuff. And I think someone else mentioned you to me. I can't remember who. And then um, the next thing I know, um, Tyler from Journey to Truth is reaching out to me and um, and then I'm like, oh, Dave, do you know Tyler? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, we're friends. And I'm like, oh, and it just and it just kind of like started to build this whole thing. And it, before I know it, we're all in Sedona together. <laughs> right. It was weird. Yeah, I remember we did that roundtable on your channel like a long time ago. And and I, it was through. Yeah, it was through. Dave. I remember now. Yeah, and I remember he called you Frollypop, but I thought that was the cutest thing ever. And I was like, that's her name. It fits her. From now on, I'm calling her Frollypop, just like I call Kate Quate. To me, yeah. she's Quate. You know what I mean? Like, that's just her name. You know, you're Frollypop. I don't know. I love, I, I make up my own names for people. We know this. I mean, clearly, I changed my own, so. No, I, I and I, I've ordered my Frollypop hat. So as soon as I get it, I'll wear Oh, it. are you serious? Are you yeah. pulling my leg right now, no, Nicole? I totally, no, I have it. I'm, I've ordered it. <gasps> <laughs> okay that's awesome yeah i love it um yeah so the synchronistic path is i think it's something that many of us look to when we're trying to align more with the divine and um who we are and you mm. you start to notice that these events start to happen more frequently and it's almost like you know these some sequences of events you just can't even make it up Mm -hmm. You just can't make it up. It's like, you know, someone who's trying to write a movie about this couldn't even like come up with this. This is just crazy. Has there yeah. been like anything for you that's happened um, that got you to where you are today that you can see, like when you look back, you're like, oh, it was this sequential event or this synchronicity that really pulled everything together? Um. Well, I mean, yeah, as, as far as where I'm at now with with, you know, doing a podcast and all this sort of stuff, it's it's really weird how that even came about. Uh, I, I literally after I woke up, I, I, I was I don't know how but I found cosmic disclosure, like most of us did that were wondering what happened, and what was wrong. Anyway, so I won't go down that path. But um, so yeah, I, I was watching that. Where was I going with that thought? And then um, I totally lost the thought. Yeah, just cosmic disclosure. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah just well, sorted out. Yeah, Dave, Dave, Dave's in the chat right now from Above Duality. He's taking full blame, the whole mess. Yeah, it's your fault. Lieutenant. Dave. Yeah, it's all your fault. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So how do you feel about 2020? When it comes to oh, the awakening. When it oh, I know what you were asking me. Okay, oh, okay, I got it back. Okay, yeah. So anyway, so I was tripping on the, the spaceship that woke me up, right? Like, I didn't understand what had just happened to me. And uh, then, well, then I saw Corey's artist drawing the ship, right? And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's the ship. You know what I mean? And then I kind of started to understand. So anyway, I went to, to Cosmic, Dis or uh, was Cosmic Waves in Hawaii, right? Um, that's where I met Tyler, actually 
we met oh. at cosmic cosmic waves yeah that's a whole nother story but yeah and um and um and so but here's the weirdest part like um i dreamt about ben and rob right before i met them i dreamt about them and then like the first person i meet one of the first people i met at cosmic waves was rob and just our whole strange relationship anybody that knows a little bit about it knows it's quite strange Anyway, uh, our whole strange relationship formed. And then I go and I, so I ended up, I was just talking to him that weekend. And I went to contact in the desert because I'd already said I would go. And uh, this was before I had a podcast. And I was really fighting in my mind, like doing a podcast. I was like, I don't want to go public and start being a public, you know, I don't want to do this, but I know I have to, it's my mission. So anyway, then I get a T, I tape a TR3B above contact in the desert, like, how does that even happen? You know what I mean? And I happen to be talking to Rob and I'm like, here, take this, get it out. You know what I mean? I didn't think I was going to make it home. I thought the men in black were going to hem me up. I didn't <laughs> think I was even going to make it home with that. I was like, here, Rob, take it, put it on it. You know what I mean? So because of that event, they ended up putting me on there. So I ended up getting forced. It was like the universe forced me. And I knew that Rob and Ben were part of my path. I, I dreamt, you know, I knew that long before that even happened that I tape a UFO and I end up having to, you know, go on edge of wonder to explain what, I mean, it's so weird. And then, and then here we are, like, here we are, what, a year and a half to, I don't know, what is it? Year and a half. I don't keep track of time. Like a year and a half later, and I have space force news going and I'm, you know, interviewing. It's just, it's funny. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't know. It's just really weird. I really pay attention to my dreams now because it's always an indication of what's coming or it's, so, so your dreams, there. yeah, so your dreams do have a precognitive um, element to mm. them. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Yeah. Have you ever My higher any... self tells me. She t tells me what's going on before <laughs> it happens. So I won't get all freaked out, you know? I don't know. Has anything happened, though, that you didn't want to happen and then it did happen or anything like that? Oh, yeah. There's been... I get, I, you know, and you know this because I know you read cards, Nicole, and you're an intuitive, right? You know this. I'll get answers for I'll be reading my cards trying to I'll be I call it the Oracle, right? I'll be asking the Oracle, what's this? And sometimes I'll get an answer I don't want to get right. And I don't you know what I'm talking about when you get that answer you don't want but you know what it means, but you're trying to deceive yourself. But then it always plays out the way like my cards told me this like two months ago, but I didn't want to listen, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, there's got to be another meaning to this. <laughs> right? There has to be another meaning. Maybe I'm reading it wrong. Let me pull another card. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I shuffled wrong this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I've been there, done that. So let's get into 2020, the year 2020. It's been a wild ride, but it's been, you know, over the weekend, um, I was hanging out with a few different people and all of them, there were four different people that I was talking to. All of them woke up in March when the whole thing started. What, the, the 19 thing story? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what woke them up. That's what and woke them up? That's what woke them up. Wow. So uh, it's it's really as dire as this year can seem to many. And people are afraid that the people just aren't getting it. There are people who are waking up because of this. And I also feel, tell me what your thoughts are on this. I feel that this was part of the divine plan that this whole thing this 19 thing was part of the awakening for many people it was charted into their their um course 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, and there's probably going to be different levels to this too. Um, cause there's still, I mean, they say there's still people that are going to wake up. See, to me, it seems like if you haven't woken up already, uh, I, you know, Hey, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty gnarly out there. Right. But apparently there are going to be people that wake up until the very last minute. And, uh, what is it going to be next that wakes them up? I don't know. That was, that was pretty gnarly. I mean, I thought when it first started, Nicole, I thought, I thought that was it. I go, here we go. This is it. The whole, the whole, the whole system's going to go down right now. That's what I thought because it seemed crazy what was happening. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We watched all those propaganda videos come out of China, which we now know that's what they were. And then just, and the whole planet shut down. I mean, this kind of stuff seems normal to us now. That's how crazy this year has been that it's like kind of normal. Oh, lockdown again. Whoop, you know, but like when this first started, we were like, what? They're shutting the whole world down come again. So I guess that, uh, yeah, that's going to wake some people up. So I wonder what's going to be next. It's going to wake people up that the world shutting down didn't. I wake them up. know that's what's kind of like an important question to ask, because to those of us who've been privy to this understanding and knowledge for a while, you're like, uh, where does it really need to go in order to kind of, you know, peel the eyelids back <laughs> you know like what do we need to do to toothpick those eyelids open i don't know that i but i've said this before i really i'm very stubborn very and i don't know that i wouldn't have woken up without something as crazy as a spaceship i i really don't so if i was part of that design i'm sure i was like okay look we're gonna have to when i put out the blueprints i was like check it out my future self was like we better it better be a ship because she's not gonna listen to anything else. nothing else is gonna do it <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing else. So that was that was part of the game plan, I'm sure, from the jump. But I don't know what it takes for others. You know, so I love listening to people to find what out. Were you, what were you like pre-awakening then? Were you like, what was your mindset? I, I You know, I always kind of knew there was something drastically wrong with dramatically wrong with this planet. Uh, and I always knew there was ETs that was just common sense to me. In fact, I became a Mormon because they believed in ETs. You know, when you go through that searching religions point in your life, I don't know if everybody does, but I went through it, you know, like what, what's going on on this planet? Do I got to pick a religion? And, uh, and yeah, so I joined the Mormon church. I'm technically Mormon. Anyway, I joined the Mormon church because, well, the way it was sold to me, you know, they believe in ETs. And I was like, well, these people make the most sense. I think, you know what I mean? They treat their neighbors good and they believe in aliens. So I'll go ahead and get on board with this religion here. So, um, I mean, that's just kind of how that happened. Right. But I always kind of knew, but that, but I, I got wrapped up in ego. I wasn't doing the inner work. I got wrapped up in ego and, 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 and money and all, just all the wrong things were important to me because I didn't know if there was a God really. And I didn't know if there was a designer and I didn't, you know, I, anyway, so I got wrapped up with my whole life was driven by that money and ego. And I mean, I, I I was always a good person, but I was just misguided, like terribly misguided. And uh, so, yeah, it was going to take a spaceship for me because I had just made a series of very bad decisions in my life and paid the consequence for those. And um, it, I was definitely at probably the lowest. Well, no, it was definitely the lowest point in my life when that happened. So without that experience, I don't know what would have happened to the entity known as Alara. I'm grateful that it happened and I'm grateful that I'm where I'm at today. So... Isn't it interesting how we need 
something so drastic and it usually comes when we're in our darkest hour to wake us up? Yeah. I mean, I hear other people's stories and it's a similar type of thing. It's not a ship, but it's like they died or it was an angel or it was, you know, Jesus or so it was something happened. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That that made them realize that this what you're wrapped up in here, this is not this is not real. This is this is not, you know. Well, I just want to let everyone know out there that. <sighs> If I, if I could make it from where I came from too, I'm pretty sure a lot of the world could make it too. Like I was, I was drinking five nights a week. I was bartending. I was a total club kid and just staying out till like five, six o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. And I mean, all I cared about was doing my hair, doing my makeup, wearing pleather pants or like chainmail tops and like the the stuff that I the person I was, I it's it's like I think back to I sometimes I look at pictures and I'm just like I mm -hmm. I just I'm like wow. But it's interesting because when I look at my pictures, I look at her and I'm seeing I think you are carrying so many wounds so many wounds and mm -hmm. so desperate so desperate for someone to love you yeah you know absolutely i mean i moved to hollywood at 17 years old and i was gonna succeed period and that was it and uh and i you know i i really don't want to go into this too much but i was gonna succeed yeah and uh that was it and that was my whole goal and uh what a crazy world to be in. I'll just say that. It was a crazy world. And uh, I spent some years in that and then some years in some other things that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I got myself in some pretty crazy circumstances. I mean, and managed to make it out alive and and I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. But it, like, like I said, though, it's, it was all part of my path. I'm extremely stubborn. I was never going to listen. I had to, the world had to literally like beat me up. Like, and it's the same thing. Like you said, I just didn't understand the meaning of this place, what we were doing here. Um, so I was trying to fit in in a world that I wasn't meant to fit into, a world that I was meant to change. I understand that now, but I didn't then, you know, and it got to me. So, yeah. And I think it's important to know that I don't, it's, it's really interesting just being in this community and having a network where you can talk to a whole bunch of different star seeds and um, people who under, who are on this journey, it's a very similar path. Not everyone. I don't want to say everyone is this way, but it's not uncommon to meet people who are now very enlightened or walking the enlightened path or trying to just heal and be good and turn everything around and redeem themselves. Mm -hmm. That they came from a path that was, you know, one would never associate you with then and now. Like, you know, you would never draw a connection to the two people that are one, but very different, very different places. And it seems to yeah, be- Yeah, I, I look- I, I look at, you know, just some of the things I did in pictures, like you said, and I think I could never in a million years do those things now. There's no way. God, I'm, I just had I just had flashbacks to a girl's trip in South Beach. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even like to go through old pictures, to be honest, Nicole, like, it's just not me. Like, I, don't, I look at that person. I'm like, who is that? I don't, I don't even know who that is. So I don't. 
Plus I like to be in the now moment. You know what I mean? You know, you understand this. Like I I don't like to live in the future or the past. I like to stay in now because now is what we're fighting for right now. Yeah. You know? I don't I don't mind looking back so much. It's it's sometimes a bit shocking. But I see I I'm just you know, it it reminds me of how grateful of how far I've come and all of the obstacles I've overcome to get here. Mm -hmm. You know, facing your own darkness and your own shadow is not easy. And we're being asked to do that right now a lot. So 2020 has just been 2020 has been a big year. And speaking of 2020, Sutterbug, thanks for the super chat 2020. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) He did? Sutterbug. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, That's very generous of you. So, um, yeah, so with all of this awakening, like, what do you think is the thing that's going to do it? I mean, we're all, it's all speculation at this point. And who knows? It could probably be something none of us would think about. But what do you think might be the next big thing that wakes people up? People may not want to hear this, but uh, I think we are the plan. And uh, I've always thought that. And... I think it's going to take us rising up. We got to save our own planet. We have to get rid of our own cabal. And this is, there isn't some group of entities that are just going to do it for us. And I don't care who, who that you may, you know, it's just not, we have to do it. Like we have to rise up. We have to face, which the cabal is our own shadow. It's our planetary shadow. We have to face our planetary shadow. We have to come to terms with what they've done, the things we've turned a blind eye to. Mm that have gone on on this planet, we have to face it. We have to heal it and transmute it. And it's got to come from us. And uh, I think, um, you know, we're in a precarious time right now. And, you know, this precarious time that we're in is going to come to some sort of head. And then, you know, and however that comes about, uh, that whole event of us of us taking our power back on this planet, I think that could wake people up. When they see so many people willing to give things up now to fight for our freedom because it's getting that serious, I yeah. think that'll wake people up. Yeah, I, I um, I would hope so. I and I think you know what is it? I was watching um Phil Good the other day, and he put out a post that said, um you have to be willing to be unpopular in order to do this work. And it's true. Well, you cannot expect to be easily accepted by many. Uh, and that doesn't mean that it's not that you're not doing good, good work, but change. People don't like it. People don't like being taken out of their comforts. People don't like being told they're being lied to. They'd much rather re- know, believe that in whatever false narrative or idea that they've been living is, is the truth. It's, it's really hard to own deception and, and know that you've been taken. I didn't leave my house for eight months after I first woke up. I'm just not kidding you. I didn't leave. I, I thought I didn't know what was going to happen. I was so afraid. And I'm, I'll be totally honest about that. I was freaking out when I realized what was really going on on this planet. And we had no clue. And I thought they were going to figure it out. And that, you know, that I was concerned that they were going to know I woke up and I was tripping. If I hadn't started meditating and doing the inner work, I would have tripped all the way out. I'm telling you. Like I was, I didn't leave my house for eight months, you know? Wow. And so when I look back at that, I think humanity has to collectively go through that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we tend to like we know. So we're kind of like, yeah, but when you first when that thing happens in your consciousness, that that when you finally realize, oh, 
well, I believe in a bunch of things that are lies, right? Like that's hard to take. You got to process that, right? And if it's hard to process all that when you're, you know, you've got kids and bills and, and, and like, you know, in real life stuff that's tugging at you that you got to face and deal with. Like, I don't, it's a hard process. It's going to be hard for all of us. Yeah. I, I know some people who are just going through their awakening right now and it's a dark night of the soul journey for them right now. It's very yeah. difficult, very tough. And, um, I, I think I just, oh, I'm so, I have so much gratitude that I went through a good portion of my awakening. That doesn't mean that there isn't more for me to wake up to, but you know, the heavy stuff, the heavy stuff that you're just realizing, whoa, nothing is what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to question everything. And nothing. then that's how you go down all the conspiracy holes. You have to, it's almost part of the, it's almost part of the, um, the uh, initiation, you know? <laughs> like, right. Um, I know. I, I, I would have never, you know, I always thought maybe there might be a conspiracy that was true here or there, but I would never would imagine that all of them were true. And then some, right? Well, not, not flat earth. Right. <laughs> right. But literally that like all of them were true. And then some like this whole planet is a conspiracy. You know what I mean? It's one giant, gigantic conspiracy, right? Like there's Star Wars going up there. there it's like Star Wars. And down here, we're just like, you know, there's homeless people and we're driving cars and it's just, it's funny. It's not funny, but it's kind of funny because it's terrible. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and it sounds crazy. You tell somebody who has no concept of that, they're like, what? How could they ever get away with that and us not know? Like, that's the thing about advanced technology, guys. It's so advanced, like, it's not a challenge to hide, you know? There's a reason they showed us that in Star Trek, you know, where the ships would cloak. We're going over a planet that's not ready yet. Cloak the ship. Uh, from what I understand, they cloak entire planets. Well, because I guess some planets are ships. Wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, wouldn't surprise me. There's really nothing they can't do. I mean, clearly some group put the moon where it's at. So if they can move entire planets and bodies in space, um i don't think there's much that's not a challenge for them or hiding something they don't want us to see is not a challenge and that's we're talking about the ets and then our ssp is a whole nother story but we're i mean we started acquiring their technology a long time ago and we're really good engineers human beings you don't think we back engineered all that stuff right like come on you know what i mean it's really not that far-fetched but it is when you real when you you know i guess haven't you know, I'm privileged to have actually seen it. So, but clearly, you know, with the UFOs going on around this planet and just people getting abducted and, and it's crazy to me that people don't even question it. They're like, like the Phoenix lights, for instance, a whole city saw a ship and then everybody just went about their business and never got upset about it. Like, you would think we would have had a million man march like 50 years ago about this topic. Like, tell us about the ships and the ET. No, but nobody cares. It's, it's mind control. That's why nobody cares. It's mind control. Yeah. And it's powerful. Mind control is powerful. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very powerful. I know um, it had me for a long time. Oh, I know. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's really wild. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we when we were in Sedona, we definitely had a whole bunch of synchronicities happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we were all you know individually experienced them on a like a group experienced them. 
Did anything happen for you that was kind of, Look, oh, what, you got I, your skull. You, my skull sits on the desk. Yeah. Oh, from Sedona. We went in that crystal yeah. shop. Yeah. Isn't that cool? What, um, crystal, what kind of crystal is it? I don't know. Kate got it for me for my birthday. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Kate. I don't know. Nicole, maybe you could tell me. You can't really see it. It doesn't want to zoom in on it. It's but... light green. Yeah. Light green. Yeah, I don't know. Is it green calcite? Is. is it green calcite? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe we should ask the Kate Awakening because we I should. don't know. Yeah, yeah, we should. Okay, so where were you about the synchronicities? Yeah, in Sedona. Was there anything specific that happened on that trip? Because I'll tell you, that trip to me, for me, was a portal opener. Something crazy happened and there's been energy um i explosive energy since then whoa whoa what's that what was that what was that <laughs> i don't know um <laughs> for those of you who are not watching this on youtube and you're listening to this in itunes um some green light just came from alara that wasn't my green screen either like i have my green screen like totally professionally lit up and like it's like that wasn't my green screen. Maybe it was because it out. was it because you moved or I don't know. Maybe try moving again. See if it oh, happens. Oh, oh, I did it again. Look. Well. Anyway, okay. So, <laughs> Stranger Things, right? At least they haven't started filling up the room. Sometimes when I do interviews with people, the, all their friends and their, their star family will show up in my room. And I'm like, I'm trying to do an interview. You guys are distracting me. Please stop doing that. <laughs> and you'll see me in the middle of the interview. I'll be like, and I'm trying to take in all their buddies. And I'm like, uh, okay, let me refocus on the question. Yeah. So do you need me to ask you the question again? Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> What did any did like for Sedona? Did you have anything like synchronistic happen for you on that trip? Synchronicities on that trip. Um, like, did anything happen to you out in the hot tub? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, we, I think we had a great conversation that one night when we were all talking about. I don't know what we were talking about, but it was a great conversation. The one that, uh, the one that. Uh, no, just the time thing. That was really the only weird thing that really happened to me on that trip was actually kind of lacking in weirdness, actually, which is weird for me to be lacking in weirdness. But um, yeah, the, the, the time things. I've been noticing this. I, when I, I'll wake up in the morning and my, my phone will jump to the time it's supposed to be, but it wasn't at that time when I woke up. So it's like something, I can't explain it. It's like... The phone adjusts or my mom, I don't, I get, I don't understand it, Nicole. The phone will adjust to the time it's supposed to be at as soon as I look at it, but it takes it a second to do it. So I'll catch the time it was at and it's nowhere near my time zone. You know what I mean? This happens to me all the time. And then when we were in Sedona, I don't even remember what happened now with the phone, but something, what my phone was five minutes off, like the whole, like the whole time we were there. I don't know who noticed it. I think it was Tyler. We said, why is your phone, what, what, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember what, how it was off or it was mm, like, no. it, my phone was on another, it was, on, it was, oh, it was set, you know, how everybody's time. We're all in different time zones, but my, my phone was literally five minutes off from everyone else's. 
it was like it was uh, it was it was really weird it was like a time slip it was, oh, it was wow. super weird but i have these all the time and i'm telling you like this is like a thing with me i don't get it like i've actually you know experienced clocks slowing down like i have a thing with time i don't know maybe it's because i i know that it's not real i guess i mean it is real but it's not it, you can you can you can alter it you know so maybe because i understand that i i experience this stuff i really i don't know i don't i don't have the answers but i do experience weird stuff related to time and that happened in in sedona and other people actually caught it which is what was funny so like where is she why isn't she on the same time as everyone else well, you do you resonate a lot with Syrian energy? Yeah, I, I you you had asked about the beings too. Uh, the first one I ever saw was in in my third eye. And it was a Arcturian. It was a blue Arcturian, and I so so I have some connection to Sirius. I don't understand. I'm I'm very like I said. I'm very connected to Syrians. I don't know if that was another incarnation or or what. I don't understand it, but. But the, I, I know that the Arcturians are my family. They're the first ones that showed up. They're the ones I feel around me all the time. Like they're always with me. But they were blue and they didn't want to show me their face because they showed me a side profile because they knew I would freak out. I'd never seen an ET before, you know? And so th they showed me a side profile and I knew why instantly. It's like they needed me to adjust to the way that they looked because it was so foreign from, you know, what I was accustomed to. Oh, wow. It, it took time. Yeah, they just showed uh, me the side. Okay, because I'm just feeling that for you, one of the reasons why that happened with your phone in Sedona was because of your um, ties to uh, advanced technology through like your star lineage and uh, that your vibration is interfering or throwing off um, the technology. Yeah, that resonates. Yeah. Yeah, that resonates. Mm-hmm. And I find like the when you when your vibration starts to really get powerful, that yeah, you you're gonna notice a lot of um, technological changes and shifts and thing mishaps happening. I mean, there's people like sliders. I'm I'm I know I'm I'm not like that, but um, I've definitely noticed that. Well, like for instance, with the Wi-Fi, I have to have a hard line now for Wi-Fi to do. My, Me too. Like I cannot use I cannot use Wi-Fi. Yeah, no, I have to have a hard line have to have a hard line and I pray and, you know, but even, even up here in Canada, my cell phone um, signal is constantly going dead. Like not the battery, just the signal. It'll just disappear all like for no reason. I'm not in a dead zone. I'm not like, and I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, why is this happening? Yeah. It's when you shift. It's when you shift. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be the green screen. Yeah. 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 Or maybe you just have some sort of being over there that's like... <laughs> that's interfering with the green screen. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if there is one, I'm not sensing. I'm not sensing anybody in here right now, which is odd because normally when I talk to people, there's their friends show up. You know. Yeah, I know. So. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> how have your dreams been lately? Uh, I'm not allowed to remember most of them. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm only allowed to remember ones that um, are information that they feel that I need to have in this dimension uh, to help me with my mission. Those are the oh. only ones I'm allowed to remember. Why do you think that is? Because 
my mission here is kind of complicated and okay. um and uh i think i do things in the astral plane too not just here i think i think i i think it's kind of multifaceted what i'm supposed to be doing um is it kind I of mean, like keeping you safe to not remember yes that mm -hmm. and i think that i think that i i'm kind of fearless you know what i mean so if you if you give me information i'm gonna i think sometimes it's to protect me i think sometimes um it's because they don't want me to mess up something by speaking on it or taking a certain action um and sometimes it's because that they, they and i say they i don't even know what i mean by they but i'm not supposed to be distracted I don't know. Like I said, my, my journey is very weird, Nicole. Like it's very weird. It gets weirder. <laughs> it, gets, <laughs> it gets a lot weirder. We're just, uh, we're heading it off the past today, I guess. <laughs> wow. Well, um, so what have you got going on on your channel right now? You've got space force news plus what, what else have you, have you got going on? Uh, yeah, so Space Force News on Sunday nights, uh, 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern uh, with Loyal to the Foil. Sh I love that show. I really do. Like, it's a lot of fun. And uh, and Loyal's great. Just, yeah, and I didn't know how it was going to go when we first started. I was like, how do we do this? And I got to keep Foil under control. She's going to vape and cuss on the show. But uh, it's really, we've kind of we've kind of fallen into our groove now. And we've 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 figured out are the way we're going to do things and it work and it's really like it's cool i love space force news i really do um so yeah and so and then i've started doing um interviews on wednesday nights just just me interviewing a guest and keeping it focused on disclosure and you know ssp stuff and scientific stuff and so anyway um so yeah johan fritz who's a secret space program whistleblower i'm sure if you know who he is he'll be on with me uh, on Wednesday, and he's got a lot of really interesting information. So that'll be Wednesday at 630 uh, Pacific. So okay. yeah, and then I have a I have a project coming out on the first. Yeah, like that I think everyone will like, but I don't want to say what it is yet, but it will be out on the first of the year. And um, I think you guys will like it, but I'm not even sure which platform it's going to be on yet. I know you guys are going to like it. You're going to love it and you need to show up for it. <laughs> so when, yeah, when Alara, when Alara drops that secret, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. When Alara doesn't say what she's doing, it means it's really good guys. Yeah. So let everyone know where they can find you on all your platforms. Uh, they're all in the links below, but just promote yourself. Well, um, yeah, they're on the links below. I started out as a Twitter warrior, so that's kind of my my territory is uh, Twitter. So um, my link is listed, like she said in the description below, at Alara of Sirius. Right now, I'm for sale for six hundred dollars, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that, changing my Twitter handle. I like that one. Yeah, I'm for sale for six hundred dollars right now. So um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I mean, I have a Facebook and some other accounts. I have backup accounts, but right now I'm kind of doing things on on YouTube. I, I'll go to D Live and other platforms if it's something that I know I shouldn't do on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and that may or not may or may not happen with this project that'll yes. be out on the first. We'll see, depending yes. on what all's in it. So. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy that we finally got you on here. So glad to yeah, have a chat with you fun. tonight. Yeah. And um, 
You're doing great stuff. I've lo- I've lo- I've loved watching you grow over the year. I think we've all really kind of um, blossomed this year, despite all of the suppression. I feel like it's almost made us stronger and mm-hmm. made us more hungry. <laughs> yeah, so because yeah. you got to fight for everything on YouTube. If you're a truther, like they shadow ban your stuff. It's terrible. It's not like, you know it's 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 really difficult but this is this is the mission this is what we're doing it's what we're here to do and the fight goes on regardless right you just gotta adapt yeah it's it's just part of the part of it but you just keep going because they want to try and demoralize you so you stop we ain't stopping nope nope well thank you alara for coming on the show and thanks to all you guys in the audience who showed up love to see you guys here thanks so much for all of your support and thank you to the audience listening through audio only. I love you guys and have a very Merry Christmas. I know Alara doesn't like Christmas, but um, I'm going to wish you all a Merry Christmas to those of you who celebrate. I hope you have a wonderful holidays and I will be back with you guys next week. Happy holidays, friends. Thanks for listening and being such a supportive audience. All video episodes can now be found on my personal YouTube channel, Nicole Frolic. If you would like to further support the show, you can visit my merchandise shop or send any donations to the PayPal link in the description below. Remember, a mind is like a parachute. Unless it's open, it's useless. So keep joining me each week as I continue to expand the mind and explore life beyond this reality.